Hello my lovelies, I'm Jay at Cron Insight and these are going to be our weekly messages. I'm recording these very early but there is a reason for that. Anyway, on the screen right now you should see me shuffling the Rumi Oracle which is what I decided to use. It's a bit of a busy week this week. I did actually look at the astrology for this week. Um, sometimes I don't but when I'm doing the reading way ahead um, that's part of my process. I'll just have a quick flick through the days and see what stands out to me and Mercury stands out to me quite a bit. Oh, and, and the Chiron North Node conjunction, um, which has kind of been there for a bit. I think it's precise this week on, what day is it? Tuesday, the 5th. Anyway, the first card out is, I can't know it's too much I keep saying anyway. Anyway, Anyway, the first card out is a passion for purpose. I'm going to read that while I pull the rest of the cards on screen. And this is what it says. Love like life flows through the heart. Feel the thrill of the flow and say nothing. Do you yearn to find your way to fulfill your divine destiny to know the purpose for your presence within this sacred body of the Earth Mother. Now, I mean, if you look at the cards that come up and what I just said about North Node Chiron, this card is already, I mean, that message is already resonating with all of that. Um, your heart is questing for deeper meaning. It desires certainty as to your sacred tasks for this lifetime. Your heart wants to know why you were born, for what purpose. You must know that the answer to these questions is love. Now, also, I want to say to that, that question may not be coming up as, oh, God, what did I, what was I born to do? It may be coming up as, what am I giving birth to? But it's the same thing. It comes from the same place, right? Um, so be mindful of that. I bring you your answer straight from the heart of the universe. Be wild within your passion. Do that which stirs your soul. And even when it makes you uncomfortable. Especially then. For what is being truly alive, if not a decision to be open instead of resistant. To be wild rather than comfortable. So that at any moment we will be ready for the invitation of the divine beloved to come closer. I call to you now. The you that is beyond your mind. The you that the heart knows. The you that cannot deny life. To, to that you, I ask this question. What stirs the passions of your nature? Do that. Be that. Now, I want to pause it for a moment. If you're on, if you're on the Discord server, then you remember last week. I think it was Monday last week. Um, well, what day was my 26th? Uh, no, it wasn't Monday. It was Sunday. It was Sunday the 25th. I was talking about how, you know, this Aries energy was coming in. And I know for a fact that to some people it sounded like I was like, oh, God, I'm done with feeling the Pisces stuff. Um, and if anyone had bothered to ask me why, I would have shared it. No one did. Um, immediately, I was just you know, it was just projections of what that statement that I made meant to other people, which is cool, right? Pisces, and it we can do that. We can project how we feel. But if any one person had said to me, why? Why do you feel the Aries energy or what, what is coming in? 
I would have said I don't know in that moment if I'm completely honest but I did ask that question of myself and it's the Aries energy right and you can see I mean look at the reds of this right and this has got more of a Pisces kind of feel to it the the silvery blues and greens that come up with beach but that one is very much fire passion for purpose and I do get the sense at the moment that the it's it's not a passive healing energy although you know we can say that about Pisces that it can be that you know um but the Aries one is more active you know expression creative is yang energy and that's not to say we ignore the yin but it's also not to say that we ignore the yang it would be a balance of the two but let me continue right as we grow on the spiritual path, so do, so too does our ability to serve life, to serve love, to honour humanity and to offer a contribution that is unique to us, that could only flow in this particular way through the quality of our own soul light. Every light holds its own beauty and every light has a particular task to fulfil on the divine path of life. To help us remember this, lest we get too easily distracted by the pain and stress that happens in life, we were given an inbuilt reminder. That reminder is our passion. We may think that passion is not particularly practical. We may feel fearful that with passion there are no guarantees of success or that we may even be throwing away a stable and secure life to pursue our passion. These are the fears of many a modern society yet they are so misplaced. Life supports all beings based on their true nature the birds are given air in which to fly and fish are given water in which to swim. Plants are given light of the open plains or darkness of the damp rainforest, depending on their needs for growth. Different flowers flourish in different environments. Bees have wings that are very small but powerful enough to move with such speed and rotation that their heavy bodies can fly. Each aspect of creation is given what it requires, so it may become what it is meant to be for its unique destiny to be fulfilled. That's very Aquarian. So it is with humanity. Each one of us has something in our hearts that means something to us. It is irrelevant whether it seems practical or a recipe for success or not. We are simply meant to be what we are, to serve life faithfully from a place of honouring the truth of our nature, that which we genuinely feel passionate about and to allow for life to naturally support growth according to our genuine nature. Where we get into difficulty is not in bringing our genuine passions to life, for life supports this, but in learning to let go of attachment as to how that happens. Now, that is this. Temptation is devil and the key word for that card, because it's the good tarot, is attachment. Right, and with the Empress next to it is attachment to what we like, attachment attachment to what we prefer, you know, all of this stuff comes up with it. So wonderful that the cards are totally like resonating with the message that came up. Let me say where were we? I'll read that bit again. We begin to difficulty is not in bringing our genuine passions to life or life supports this but in learning to let go of attachment as to as to how that happens. And that can even be where we keep questioning, how do I do this? How do I do this? How do I do this? Right. As in we're taking it all on ourselves. Right. We can struggle to free ourselves of the expectation we have to be something we are not. 
the divine path of love asks us to become conscious of and then unlearn the play acting of attempting to be a false self so that we may learn to simply love and accept our real self. We may even have a struggle on our hands to remember who our real self actually is for a time. Fortunately, there is pleasure in the journey of returning to passion that can make the process of self-discovery a sweet one. But we must be brave, even in the sweetness of that journey back to the real self. We must dare to believe that we are not broken, that we are not inadequate or better off to be or better off to be like some other person or some other person's view of how they think we should be. We must be brave enough to not to believe in the layers of guilt and shame. We must be bold enough not to fear our passion as we dive deep within and explore what really makes us tick, what makes us feel alive. We must be open, curious and non-judgmental. That may be a subtle journey at first. We may feel as though we are looking in the dark, sorry, looking in the dark, wondering if we will ever catch a glimpse of the light of passionate meaning we hope to find. <clears throat> Excuse me. That passionate purpose may at first be barely recognisable amongst all the should, cannot or must do of our lives. As we stay true to the path, however, that light will become unmistakably clear. Our passion will reveal itself to us as essential as our breath. We would feel as though we were not alive without it. How could we have missed it all those years, perhaps all those lifetimes? It will seem so obvious then, burning so clear in our hearts that it cannot be more obvious. That we simply must live this desire, this purpose, sorry, this passion, this purpose, or else spiritually perish into a shriveled up shell of a person, denying of life itself. No, that shall not be. Passion must and shall prevail. This oracle comes to you with guidance. You are being initiated more deeply into your life purpose. Your passion will reveal itself to you with more depth, nuance and beauty than ever before. <clears throat> Excuse me. If parts of your life are disassembling or do not seem to be working out as you had planned, these are symptoms of this passionate revelation. Be curious and open to what presents itself in the wake of the falling away. Be ready for the journey within now. You are strong enough to leave behind the need for external validation. Whilst you learn to validate yourself in time, Soon enough, in fact, you shall reveal your innermost beauty and be witnessed and received, acknowledged for your innate value, purpose and divinity. But for now, sweet beloved, dive deep, be defiant and determined to honour your heart so your deep passion may be witnessed by you and eventually, naturally, make its way into sacred expression in the world. If you've recently discovered a new talent or purpose or have been dreaming some big dreams, this oracle comes to you with guidance and confirmation. You are excited. Follow that excitement. Let it lead you into your own heart truth and onto an ever more passionate path of purposeful living. Right. So, I mean, what is that all about, right? That is about passion. Passion is what makes us feel alive. Now, if you're feeling anger, if you're feeling kind of restless, that is all on this passion spectrum. And it can be very easy when we feel all of that and we can turn it 
um, mentally into judging others, projecting things on others, blaming, shaming ourselves. What's other people going to say? Nobody wants to learn, know this, like whatever it is, all of that chatter, right, that can come about. That's not to say that it shouldn't come about. It's par for the course. That's, that's what I recognise within myself. So I like this passion for purpose, beautiful card. Um, let's see how it connects with beach, which is from the tree angel. And this is what beach says. The silver and green beach angel is the custodian of time's annals, the archiver of memory and the high priest of the spirit, spirit realm. Its mentor is Saturn. And for, don't forget, last week we had the sun, Merc sun conjunct Saturn, Mercury conjunct Saturn, right? So what came up for you then? Right, its mentor is Saturn, guardian of the threshold. Having mastered the past, this angel has remarkable powers in the present. It is ready to share its determination, concentration, intensity and vitality with you. It protects, holds close and preserves. This angel stands for reliability, responsibility and honour. It is also patron of writing and art that serves to record and preserve. Magical alphabets such as runes and oracles, among others, are a little different and are influenced by Ash, Rowan and, of course, the U. I think we had the U last week. Without a doubt, the Beach Angel holds riches for us all, not just for historians and writers. It is high intensity and ability, sorry, it's high intensity and ability to concentrate, make it an ideal ally for people taking exams or those attending interviews and meetings. Beach calms us and is perfect to summon for assistance with homework for adults too. In this respect, it is particularly effective with children who have already spent time in a, for in a forest school, which will have helped to develop their neurological pathways and ability to be in the present. Without the blessings of the beach, we become absent-minded and forgetful. We lose our sense of place like a leaf blowing in the wind and find our energies dissipating easily. Life starts to seem bland. When this angel is absent, absent entirely, we become disloyal and conspiratorial, secretly plotting against and ambushing each other. I'll read you the oracle's verse that comes up. Protecting the heart creates space for trust, for new growth. Remembering brings wisdom. We learn for the future. From our experience of the past, spirit overcomes time. Now, you know, it talked about um not becoming absent-minded and forgetful which talks about focus right that's the eight of earth which comes up as the advice in the reading as well so that's kind of fascinating there okay so we can get into this right i'm pretty certain this jupiter energy was big last week if i'm remembering correctly um but we've got in the past the wheel of fortune get clarifies as we go i mean i i i really do feel as if that's the message that's come up already right which is this is about no, what is the passion within you if you feel anger if you feel restless if you feel um jittery right all of this stuff that's energy within you and then this would be the week that what are you focusing on what are you pouring it into what makes you feel alive? I'll give you one of the, the things that comes up around this, which I've noticed, right, is a restlessness. And when you're restless, you know, 
Have you ever done that when you're bored or restless and you kind of walk around your house, like picking things up, putting them down? You know, where did that come from? Who put that there? Like, you know, that just because you've got all this energy within you, but you don't know where to direct it. So if you notice yourself, I don't know, like getting pissed off with something in the news or you're watching someone else and thinking, what the fuck are they doing? Like, you know, that that that's all energy that's within you that you could direct and focus and channel into building something or doing or creating something for yourself. It can be a hobby. It can be working out. It can be, I don't know, organizing the spare room, whatever it is. But that's one way to notice it. Now, there is an opportunity that's been presented with the Wheel of Fortune in the past. Let's see. Oh, two pages. Bloody hell. So we've got the Page of Cups and the Page of Wands. And those are those are kind of the internal pages, right? The page of page of wands is that passion. It's the spark. <clears throat> Excuse me, but with the page of cups coming up with it, I mean this is inspiration. This this is pure inspiration, and I want you to consider this right as you sit here listening to this, and if you're thinking, well, I don't know what to do. I can't do anything. I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. Sorry, I'm swearing a lot today. Um, think back. Was there something, you know, last week, last month, last year, which was a spark, which was a, oh, I could feel inspired to do this. And it's that, but not yet. I'm going to wait until, I don't know, Mercury goes retrograde. I'm going to wait until Saturn goes direct. I'm going to wait until every season begins. Like, you know, there's something here that's a spark that we've postponed where we've said the timing isn't yet. We'll wait until, the, you know, we'll wait until the kids go back to school. Some, you know, whatever it is, the timing's going to be different for each of us. But Page of Cups, Page of Wands, that is pure inspiration. That is the muse, that is creative. That's, in, you know, um, what's the other thing I'm trying to say here with this? The Page of Wands is the muse. It's excitement. It's the spark, right, of that passion. But it's got the Wheel of Fortune there where it wasn't the right time to start or you were waiting for a time to start. You were waiting for that wheel to turn or for fate to meet you, right? For some of you, I'm going to say, okay, well, what's your excuse now, right? And that's not to everyone, but I'm going to say that. Like, what is, what's, what's the reason now? Because the Empress is saying, right, I'm ready to go, but temptation is attachment. You know, I'll read you both of these from, where is that book? Because we've got three, well, we've got four major arcanas. Actually, I'll read you all of them. I'll read you all the major arcanas that come up in that top row. I think that's the opposite of last week. Didn't the major arcanas come up in the bottom? Or was it the same in the top? Wow. All right. So, I mean, whenever we we get this kind of major arcana energy coming in, it that to me is like all across the board. That's the big picture. Major arcanas are the big picture of your life. You know, waiting for the timing to be right, um, how we navigate things with our intuition, what we're bringing to life, what we're attached to. Uh, I'll read you all of them. So let's go with start with the Wheel of Fortune, which is called Fortune's Wheel. And the, the key and there's key phrases for each of this. And this one is destiny meets synchronicity. 
I'll tell you what the card will speak to you. I don't agree with all of these. I'm going to say, or I don't fully encapsulate them, but I want to throw them out at you because it's going to be so personal to you. So let the card speak to you in its own personal way. And it says, I'm in, I am in awe to experience many meaningful, I'm in awe. What? All right. I'm in awe to experience many meaningful coincidences that prove to me that spirit has my back. These lucky breaks and movements when when things just turn out perfectly show how we're all connected. My gamble will pay off when I trust my co-creative partnership with spirit. My destiny is obvious to me now. So what was it here but it, it feels like it was tiny it feels like it was a little spark and a, a little stirring inside but it's in the past and then let's go empress first the empress says and the, the key word for empress is fertility this is a wonderful time to give birth to new ideas and experiences nourishment is assured as i step into a new version of myself my life is rich and ripe with possibility that i can manifest and create i'm a powerful co-creator you see that coming up co-creator right co-creator and life loves me right now <clears throat> excuse me my world is brimming with potential and infinite possibility that will manifest for the highest good now we're coming in with this energy but think about that, right? So we're talking about fertility, um, possibility, manifesting, creating, nurturing, all of that stuff comes up with the empress. But then, but it's coming up with temptation. And temptation is the devil. And the key word is attachment. The material world is my pay playground, but I need to be careful not to be attached to outcomes. This is a warning to me to watch for excess and to know what's not healthy for me. When this card shows up, it's a sign that I am focused on the material realm and need to be aware of any ex excess or addictive behaviour, my own or that of others. Now, <clears throat> I'm not going to read High Priestess, but um, if you look at that, so what's what's the key thing here? Fate, right? When's the timing? That's nothing that we can do anything with. When's the timing? When's the whatever? Over here, it's physical reality. So is the timing right? But it's like, mm, I don't know if I've got the, the means or I'm focused on the outcome or whatever it is. We're coming in with those. High Priestess is completely you and your intuition. It's you know why you want to do something or why you don't you know what your own internal reasons is so you know i know i've been doing it a lot in pisces season i went in because this is the moon <clears throat> and others have shared that they've been doing this as well which is to drop down into your i statements that like really drop down into your i statements any reaction any feel anything that comes up what are you really saying within that you know, it's not the right time. What does that mean? And it will mean something different for, for each of us, right? So if I say it's not the right time yet, what am I actually saying? That this is a very difficult thing for me to do. So I would prefer to do it when it feels a little easier. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then I have to be honest with myself. Will it ever feel easier or is it always going to feel diff difficult? 
it doesn't have to be that but whatever it is for you be sure to drop down into your own intuition <coughs> excuse me it will not tell you what is the right thing to do or the wrong thing to you but it will tell you what your motives are and you know with the page of cups and the page of wands coming up here and empress and the temptation we can be attached to certain things in the outside world right we can be attached that makes absolute sense but the answer on what to do how to do it and what needs to be expressed the passion right must come from your own motivations from what what is going on within you okay Oh, that came out very quickly. Oh, bloody hell. So you got Empress and Strength. And that's it. It's the courage to give birth to something new. Right. So we have the Queen of Swords there with Temptation. You know what that Temptation is? It's the Temptation. It's what we're attached to is to be right, is to know. Um, but remember with beach, that's mostly over the past, but it's about being fully present. So you know what happened doesn't mean you know what is or what will happen. And the courage or the determination or the drive to overcome the obstacles of, you know, even if it's the obstacle of our own uncertainty comes from our own desires comes from what we want to create or give birth to um wow like that queen of swords i'm trying to think of what would be her temptation her temptation would be either to like you know tar everything with the same brush right of uh, stereotypes and stuff outside of herself or her temptation would be to continue to do what she knows but that would be a, a disservice to your own queen of swords energy because the queen of swords knows what she knows but she knows she was changed through it so for her to remain doing something that she she knows how to handle basically um it she works she's actually committing to not changing to not giving birth to something new, to not owning her desire, right? She she becomes cold and just cut off from everything. I'm going to get, oh God, sorry, hitting the mic. I'm going to get one more for those. Yeah, Ten of Pentacles. This is a long-term commitment, right? Think about this. So the Ten of Pentacles is a long-term commitment, right? Either past or future. Because it's both legacy and inheritance. And it's saying that, you know, in terms of, is, you know, if it's passion for purpose. Sometimes we might have for a long time planned to do something. And I was talking to friends about this on Saturday, actually. And it, I can't take the, the credit for it. Um, it was Mark Manson, I think in his um, book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, I think it was that book where he talked about this. 
Um, and he was talking about a friend who's an artist who'd bought a website and done everything and was, you know, one day I'm going to be the artist. One day I'm going to do this. But he never did. You know, it was about five years he said it had been going on and the friend didn't leave his job, didn't commit fully to his art. Why? Right? You might look at his artwork and think, but you're a really great artist. Why would you not commit to this? He can commit to the art. He can commit to the passion but he cannot commit to this new version of himself. Like he would actually have to be saying goodbye to an old version of himself, the one that goes to work and has that stability. And, and that can be too much for us sometimes. Maybe for you as well. So have a look at, especially this Queen of Swords is a real spanner in the works, but she's coming in, we're coming in with this energy. And this would be like Venus in Aquarius. Is Venus still in Aquarius? I don't even know this. Let's check something. I made a few notes here um, when I was looking through. Uh, trying to see. Yeah, Venus is, I mean... It's Venus, is this the last week that Venus is in Aquarius, then moves into Pisces. We've got Mars, I mean, I can know why that passion's coming up. I've just looked at this. So Mars is going to sextile the North Node, is going to sextile Chiron, obviously, because they're still together. And Mars is then going to square Uranus. So you've got this passion coming in, right? The new moon in Pisces happens right at the end of the week. So it's quite the build-up, right? Quite a build-up to this. I'm only looking at the Venus stuff because of the Empress and the Queen of Swords, right? If As, as Libra is ruled by Venus. So think about this. It's our relationship to certainty. It's our relationship to knowledge. It's our relationship to being changed by our experiences. And with the strength card coming out, the expression of our passion, the courage to express. Now, you know, um, as much as we look at strength and Leo as courage, it's Aries that is the courage to, to do something, to act on something, to show up from a place. Let's get some on this focus of the High Priestess, because that's the Pisces part of all of this, like Ace of Cups. The lovers. And the three of wands. So with the high priestess there, I mean, that's it, absolutely what I'm saying to you is that what is in your cup? What is the I statement? Where are you coming from? What are you saying? This is what I love. What are you saying? This is what I want to come in. This is the direction that I want to head in. Like you, that's That's what we really need to be clear on this week it could because it can be very easy to look at other people i've got no support i've got loads of support people need me to do this um which direction do i need to go in 
what steps do I need to take to achieve something? But this feels very, very, very internal. Ace of Cups, lovers, three of wands. I mean, what's the three of wands? That our expectations must be based on the actions that we take. Why are we taking those actions? I kind of love that the King of Cups is here, or the King of Water from this deck, because this would give us the courage to really look at all of our feelings. Ten of Pentacles here, Ten of Water, Ten of Cups over here, right? With the Ace of Cups, I mean, I'm surprised the Ace of Pentacles hasn't come up because there's almost like, where's the Ace of Pentacles, the new commitment? Um, the Tens always have this implication of that it's they're like the full the zero right because it's that the it's that in between space between the nine which is an ending and an ace which is a beginning so it's the outcome of the old which is leading to the beginning of something new so this is like all your past investments what you've done um especially what you've done for security and stability, especially what you've done in terms of attachments to material reality. And I don't say that, I say that with an, as a neutral statement. You know, whether you were always, um, your passion, passion in quotes then, whether you were always impassioned by desire for more money, for physical security, for whatever it may have been, whatever that was, or what you consider to be a happily ever after in, f in feeling. In fact, if you have a look, we're going from the Ten of Pentacles, which is my long-term security and stability comes from, I don't know, money, career, relation, whatever it may be, something physical. And we're going to this where it's what happiness feels like. Especially if we're being the Empress, because she is there to nurture that, to bring into reality that which we're nurturing in ourselves right let's see let's see what the king of cups is saying two of cups well it's not the ace of pentacles but we got the ace of wands which makes sense right with that passion for purpose Wow, this is beautiful, actually. Um, so we've got the King of Cups and the King of Water. Now, here's the thing with the King of Cups. You know, there's always that thing of still waters run deep with him. Because he can come across as feeling like terribly calm. You look at him sitting on his throne. And yet he sits on the ocean. He sits on this kind of this wealth of emotional information and it but it is a it's his wealth it's his abundance right if you it's his power if you think of the kings as having power and mastery the king of cups has mastered all of that stuff he's not afraid to look at the the sea but he doesn't need to be lost in it he doesn't need to do a deep dive in it he 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 rules that realm right but so do you in in what comes up within you that's with the combination of the high priestess here and um the king of water 
there's this kind of sense of self-mastery, yes, but what it actually means. Now, what, why would you do that? Because the, the King of Cups, when he knows what he feels, he's able to share that with others, Two of Cups. Whether it is to, I need this support to be able to do this out in the world, right? But it's taking all of what's already there. Now, th there's something about his reading that there's nothing new being introduced here. Why do I say that? Because you've got the Page of Cups and you've got the Page of Wands. So this is an inkling. This was a mindset or something that maybe you thought, I don't have enough experience to be able to do this yet, but I've got the inspiration or the time isn't right with this. Page of Cups, Page of Wands. And then you've got the Ace of Cups, Ace of Wands. So this is the beginning now. This is the cycle of how to begin this. If the time wasn't right before, it's right now. But it's not because... That, and this is why the Ace of Pentacles hasn't come up yet. I say it may still come up here. But it's it's about, you know, um, how we commit to that. Taking what we already have, relationships that we have, how we communicate with others, how we show up. And creating something different with it. I don't know what you're... I mean, maybe some of you would like to share. I think it would be fun to hear from you guys like what is your passion at this time and it, it could be like i don't know playing hockey it could be painting it could be whatever it is spending time with your family you know something there's something that you has it bring it you feel alive just thinking about doing it but you and think about that if i'm saying playing hockey or being with your family and stuff with this, it would be, yeah, I don't have time. Right? You know, who's going to pay the bills if I keep doing that stuff? You know, next, um, next season, we've got that. I, I don't think it's, I mean, it's a, what do they call that? Penumbral or something? Um, lunar eclipse in Libra. Like, it's not total. But there's a sense here of that's going to be around relationships and stuff so i'm pretty certain we've already got themes like that coming up because you know when chiron is conjunct the north node and which is all about where are we going what are we doing it's also opposing the south node right so this might be where we let relationships prevent us um, and remember, right, it doesn't mean that we're not blaming people here. We're not, it's not shame, blame, guilt, none of that stuff. Even if it comes up, remember, King of Cups, he understands what the, why it's coming up. We're not trying to not feel something. We're trying to feel everything, but take the, the knowledge from that feeling. So fate, say, for example, you know, that example that I gave of what I, I want to spend more time with my kids and family and do more fun stuff together that, that makes me feel alive right if that's your passion if that that it doesn't have to be like making music or doing whatever I think our relationships can give us passion right and meaning and purpose in life as well and yet what you're doing right to honor the relationship is is 
but no i'm i'm going to prioritize you know stockpiling money for my kids so that they have everything that they need this is where you may um reconsider that so this is just an example that i'm using around this where you realize that that's an attachment to the material that yeah they need money but it's kind of killing me inside to keep doing it that way so it's if at this point even if you're not ready to kind of act on something or to do something there's a realization of this that you know if i really really come alive because of my kids or my family then why do i spend so much time away from them isn't there something else that i can do and we've got jupiter here and we've got um my temperance coming up sagittarius and pisces is ruled you know the ancient ruler of pisces is jupiter so i'm not surprised this comes up but it's taking what's already there doing it in a different way there's a bit of mixing and blending and turning it into something else when you've got the emperor it's like she doesn't need anything from outside of herself she births something new <clears throat> excuse me strength the strength comes from within to face obstacles outside the queen of swords uses what she knows the knowledge that she has of her own experiences two of cups you know this is um, relationships of support ace of wands what is it that excites me or that i'm impassioned by um i talked about this somewhere i don't remember maybe it was a few weeks ago when i talked about the hedgehog and the fox right i don't know if i did but maybe in one of the seasonals i don't remember but that's two ways of looking at at things and that's that greek saying or ancient greek saying which is you know um the fox knows many things but the hedgehog knows one big thing so the fox the, the fox may know many you know it may be excitable and know okay well there's this and there's that and i could do this and i could do that temperance is slowing it down and creating something out of that but it comes down to emotional support and it's mutual support this is not just about sacrifices that we make for other people this is not just what we give to other people the thing with the two of cups is mutual support and that's one of the things i think south node in, in libra queen of swords is really doing here is that you know that whole kind of like if you love me then you won't do it which is the most unloving statement is it's a selfish statement if you love me then you won't do whatever and it uh, you know that's i had had a, actually a friend she doesn't say it to me anymore but she used to say that stuff to me if you love me then you'll do this and my answer to her always used to be well if you loved me you wouldn't ask me to do that or you wouldn't frame it in that way because that's some kind of emotional blackmail and there's themes like that that come up here now others may not do this to us but it may be where we do it to ourselves well if i was truly was a loving person then i wouldn't do x y and z but this kind of passion that comes up, you know, it's, you can kind of blaze a path with it or you can be consumed by it. And take it from me, you know, if you make a sacrifice about what you're impassioned by or, you know, this creative urge that comes up within you, whatever it is, if you sacrifice that at the altar of a misguided, and it is misguided, 
um, loyalty to someone else, relationship stuff, then you've already set that, you've already set the, 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 the timer going on that relationship to blow up. It won't survive because some point down the road, I mean, think about it. If it was, you know, I want a new job and my family's like, no, no, you know, you can't have a new job. Like, you know, we rely on that money that you make from readings and stuff. Now imagine every, um, they've no, they've never do that to me, but you know, if just as an example, if I carried on doing readings, every time I had a bad day doing readings, right. Um, I would hate my family. I would, and, and you know, so imagine like a really tough day doing whatever I've said readings, but whatever it is, and it feels worse because I don't want to do it. And yet I feel put upon and forced to do it. Right. And so then when I get, then I'm extra sensitive and extra touchy about my family and stuff. My Italian ex always used to, he had this line. Um, I forget how you say it in Italian, but it translated to, do you want a slice of ass with that? You know, when somebody wants everything from you and it's like, do you want to, do you, you want to take a slice of my ass with that? Do you want a kidney? Do you want to, like, what else do you want from me? Right. It's that feeling that we feel put upon. So there's something around mutual support that comes up. And that doesn't have to be with people. Think about situations. You cannot just keep giving to a situation. And sometimes that's the problem with the Empress. She can be that way. That she, you know, she it's like that mother who gives everything to her kids and doesn't take care of herself. So this two of cups and with temperance feels very much about mutually supportive. There has to be a way that this is mutually supportive to everyone. Oh, wow. All right. So we've got, I mean, the, the blasted beach and the hermit coming up. That is an epiphany. The blasted, the blasted beach is the tower and it's freeing us from the devil. This is from that. Well, I can't, I have to do it this way. Remember this, right? There are loads of things that we say that we, and I talked about this last week when I talked about doing the, the right thing for the wrong reason. And the thing with the devil is that we are always doing it from a place of love. Like we think it's misplaced love. It's this, um, it's where we have a notion of what it means to love because it's the flip side of the lovers, right? Where we chain ourselves, where we're attached to something. We want to keep it a certain way. We, you know, um, feel bound by it. But that, the, the lovers is freedom. It's being who you really are. It's showing up completely as you are being able to do what you want to do, expressing how you really feel. I mean, with these cards coming up here. And so with the hermit and the, the, the tower coming up and we had that, um, I mean, think about it. If there's a new moon in Pisces, that will be two, that will be on the heels of, um, that Vega full moon that we had two weeks ago. It's the realization that only we have the power to affect change here. No one's going to give us permission. No one's going to be, a, you know, maybe we, we can't have everything just smooth and nice and lovely. And, you know, everyone's got a smile on their face and everyone gets what they want. 
maybe that won't happen. But it's also that notion of unless my own cup is full, right? I don't have anything to give to anyone. Ten of Cups. the emperor this is the notes right you've got the empress here you've got the queen of swords there coming in um and then we're headed towards the tower which is mars right so liberation from um and, and i did say that right so so mars is going to be sextiling the stuff in aries because it's in aquarius and it squares did i say squares uranus at some point this week as well so you've i mean this is i don't want to say do or die but it's about recognizing it's the excuses i said it right at the beginning of if you've had the spark if you're inspired to do something what exactly are you waiting for now if it's if if it's literally i don't know let's see something like um taking a new job but your contract isn't up until three months from now right then that's not an excuse but then there's no point kind of getting lost in the whatever's until three months from now then you make your plans you know which way your direction which way you're, you're facing um you know you only have to put up with your situation for three more months you can already start planning doing other things creating like a mutually supportive environment for that under the circumstances so even if you literally cannot move or do something because of external circumstances you know sometimes we can't break a contract or you know the lease on the house isn't up for whatever then why are we even talking about that then you would wait until you do have the ability to affect change in a situation but the Ten of Cups, this kind of happily ever after card, right? Or or how we share our love or how we share what's in our own cup. At the end of the day, it comes down to us. If the Devil card or the Temptation card is about our attachment to material reality, the Hermit is the opposite of that. It's what you can do without taking into consideration material reality. It's what you on your own, what matters to you? How do I move forward? Now, especially with the emperor coming up, this would be that. I'm going to get one more because these two are together. The epiphany of what matters to you in terms of long term. And it, this is a feeling. And you can only kind of figure that out by really looking at how you feel. Like not trying to hide from feelings. But the emperor is someone has to make the decision. Someone has to take charge queen of pentacles and the queen of pentacles is um i think her energy is pretty much related to the empress if you look at the difference here right so the empress will give birth to what she thinks is needed for the outcome the very di very different is oh i need to be this person or i need to give birth to this based on what I think is possible, what I want to achieve, um, what I'm used to, what I think, will, you know, this is all based on the past, on, on what we think is possible. This is different. 
this is not based on what we think is possible this is based on the feeling of the happily ever after not the the outcome of of what we feel in the present moment of whatever it is the feeling that it's going to give us she nurtures that she makes a commitment to that this is shoring up a commitment to an experience of happiness of fulfillment of freedom of liberation of self-empowerment how do we do that eight of pentacles is the advice and i said that right at the beginning right with the focus nine of pentacles hanged man which is neptune the five of cups let me get one more for that five of cups all right the hanged man coming up it is a sacrifice guys right and it's going to be certainty that's the thing that's what we sacrifice that's what we have a different perspective on because the eight of pentacles is this is what we're focusing on and it's a kind of learning how to do things in a different way it's giving our effort and energy in a different way and yet it's coming up with the nine of pentacles and with the hanged man that shows us that that which gives us security is also our prison i'll give an example and just because i was listening to a podcast yesterday and someone was talking about this when it comes to oh no it wasn't a podcast yeah it was it was around um writers on substack and it was advice to to new writers on substack and they said something like you know focus on what you're creating on what you're writing and not getting lost in a niche top like you know on the audience um and one of the writers was saying that you know she writes for herself like she goes you cannot she goes you will just drive yourself nuts if you just think about audience capture which we all do that audience capture whether it's your audience is your lover your family your boss your work whatever that is and that's what this is this is audience capture i might call this video audience capture if you focus on audience capture you do what you think will be rewarded now when when it's your passion you may be rewarded for your passion but you're that's not your focus that's not what you're doing this for and so with the hangman coming up eight of pentacles nine of pentacles this is an understanding of you know if i focus on my effort my energy that i'm putting into something yes i may have the material security that i long for but it will also have regrets five of cups now here's the thing and you don't really hear me say this very often and it's not a prediction about the future it's a feeling that we have in ourselves of if i commit to that which feels secure and you know all the rest of it here I will regret it because I may not be able to go in a different direction in the future. That is a feeling, King of Cups, Ten of Cups. I'm not saying that's the literal reality. I think we always get second chances and opportunities to do something different. But you know, sometimes within ourselves, we just think, if I make this choice now and I get locked into it, I will regret that. I will regret not, you know, the low, um, not having looked at it in a different way or... I don't even know but that five of cups 
and I pulled the two of wands specifically to clarify the five of cups. What is it that we're regretting not doing it differently? The hangman is a different perspective. The hangman is when we look at it in a different way. It is a card of sacrifice. It is a card of we are no longer that person. What does that mean? We are no longer the person who waits for the wheel to turn to give us an opportunity for this. It, it's stepping up and being powerful. This is beyond audience capture, right? And again, audience is whoever the hell we're trying to please. Whether it's our own inner critic, it doesn't, you know, the audience capture part doesn't have to be a literal audience out there. This is about expression of your passion in whichever way you feel that is possible, in whichever way you support yourself in doing that and in discovering relationships outside of yourself that are mutually supportive. It can't just be what you give to a relationship, but it also can't be what you just take from it. You know, that's I've 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 found that when it's really easy for people to walk away from you, right? You were always just a means to an end. Uh, it's it wasn't about you, and that's not to put you off, but this is something that we must make peace in with, within ourselves. Is there mutual support here? How can there be mutual support? And that's emotional support. Temperance says we can try to blend things a different way, but we cannot deny our own sparks in trying to do that. There you go, guys. This one was a, a, a strange one, but it, it, it boils down to no matter what, if it's relationships, real relationship with whatever, whatever's been challenged here, it's about the expression of what we take and we're taking responsibility for it no one can kind of take that responsibility from us we must take responsibility for the expression of our passions and how we do that there's a liberation of what matters to you but will you act on it that's the question there you got my lovelies those are your messages I hope you got something out of that. I hope you let me know what your passions are and how you're getting on with those. Thank you to everyone that supports the channel. I do appreciate you. If you'd like to um, support the channel, there will, there's information in the description on how you can do that. I love you guys. I will see you next time. But that's all for now. Goodbye. <laughs>